Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost. I am your hostess Annette. And I'm Stephen. And we are now on episode three. Stephen, if I said black eyed children to you, would you know what I was talking about? Uh, not unless it has Will I Am in it. No, it's not. <laughs> this should be fun. I have two short stories for you. Um, I like it when it's a subject you don't know about because then I can maybe get a bit of a spook out of you. I'll crack on with the two stories and then I have some facts at the end. So story one from Ranker.com. John Northwood was heading to his car on the third floor of a parking garage when one of the guys from the conference he had just attended, Doug, asked him to drive around the block a few times. He said there were some freaky looking kids hanging around his car and he was kind of hoping to kill some time while waiting for them to wander off. John let Doug in the car and they just started cruising. When they were near his car, John saw the group that Doug was talking about and agreed that they were creepy. Three kids, two boys and a girl. The girl looked about 15 and the boys about 14 and 10. He stopped driving and the kids manoeuvred around his car. And the youngest one said, It's scary out here and we're all alone and we just want to ride home. One said, Doug offered him a lift home, which he denied. John felt as if his heart was going to erupt out of his throat. The adrenaline was racing through him. Doug said that he was getting out of the car. As soon as he reached for the handle, it was like the children grew older somehow and saw that their eyes were solid black. No pupil, no iris, nothing, just black. John threw the car into reverse and drove backwards about 60 feet. The kids began to pursue them. So John took the car around corners of the garage, going around 30 mile an hour. He sped down three floors, only to find the oldest boy was already at the bottom of the garage. When John turned around, the boys were gone. They waited about 10 minutes before going back to Doug's car. The black-eyed children were nowhere in sight. It was then that Doug admitted he had given the younger kid a ride earlier, but felt scared when he saw the older children. Upon leaving the garage for the second time that night, John was behind Doug's car, watching helplessly, as he misjudged the time it would take to get through the intersection on a yellow light. Doug was struck by a truck and died instantly. The police arrived, and John gave his report, feeling uneasy the whole time. Only then did he look around and see the black-eyed children standing two blocks away, staring at him. Journalist Brian Bettle of Abilene, Texas, is credited with being the first person to post an online account of the black-eyed children phenomenon. It all began back in 1996. Bethel was sitting in his car writing out a cheque he intended to drop off at the nearby internet provider's office. He was startled by the sound of knocking on his window, and he looked up to see two kids. He couldn't figure out why, but a jolt of fear ran through him. They were just kids, but something about them was wrong. He just couldn't figure out what. He cracked the window open just enough to talk to them. The oldest of the two boys asked for a ride home to their mother's house. He claimed they were going to see a movie, forgot their money and just needed a ride back so they could make it back in time for the movie. The movie theatre was close enough that Bethel could see the marquee, so he asked the boys what they were going to see. Mortal Kombat was the reply. Brian knew that movie had already started an hour ago. Also, there was just something wrong with the pair. The way they spoke was not natural. They sounded older than they looked. Just let us in. We'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house and everything will be fine. Everything about the older boy sent shivers down Bethel's spine. But then he saw it. Pitch black eyes, lacking any real substance or soul. Bethel didn't even try to hide his horror. Come on, mister, we won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. The more he spoke, the more Bethel was sure he had to get out of there. He threw his car in reverse, the boy still yelling to be let in and sped off. He gave one glance behind him, but saw nothing. 
the Black Eyed Boys just vanished before he even made it out of the parking lot. Your thoughts, please, Mr. Stephen. Everybody seems to want to reverse their car away from <laughs> I thought that as well. Your man's bopping around the corners in the garage doing 30 mile an hour in reverse. I actually thought that was quite impressive. Yeah. What's the crack with your man? The internet provider. How old school is that? I know, it's write, like 1996. Write a check. Yeah, the check was one thing. And then to the internet provider's it's office, like, I was like... The internet is available, but not email or online payment. It's not. No, 1996 was... Actually, 1996 was not that long ago. And that's what's frightening about this, because any reports before that wouldn't have been as well documented. The internet's around since I was what, still in school in 1996. That, that early on in secondary school, yeah. that's long ago. It's not that long ago. That's long ago. No, in the grand scheme of things, when you think about the amount of stuff that's reported now, like vampires have been reported since <laughs> the dawn of time. And when you think in 1996 is when all these things started to become a little bit more well known, what happened before 1996 that people weren't documenting other than just word of mouth? So there's different variations of the stories that I've heard. Some people think they're demonic. Some people think they're vampires. I'm getting the distinction that they're sort of on the vampire side because they have to keep asking people can we get into your car because vampires have to do that they have to ask for permission can we come into your house we need to use your phone there's been so many stories that i've only i've only managed to come across about two or three stories where people actually let them into their car this is one of them obviously doug died because he let someone into his car i don't know what it is they just bring this evil or demonic presence with them and then bad things just keep happening to the people that do eventually let them in so being a good Samaritan is a bit of a tricky business. Oh, it's not good for you. No, it's, not good for, it's definitely not good for poor Doug. So the 10 facts that I have here, and I use the word facts very loosely. Black-eyed kids will look like normal human children between the ages of 6 and 16 with pale skin and completely black eyes. I think the younger would scare me more mm. because I would be more inclined to help a 6... This sounds terrible, but I would be more inclined to help a 6 or a 7-year-old than a 16-year-old. Because immediately yeah. if a 16-year-old came up to me and said, can I use your phone? I'd be like, mm, you look big enough to run away with it, so maybe I'll call for you and put it on loud speaker whereas if it was six or seven i'd be all gooey and i'd be like oh where's your mommy and then they bite my head off would the teenagers scare you more yeah why they're scary oh they are scary yeah sorry additionally people who have been close to black-eyed kids report a feeling of unease that washed over them uh well nothing about their appearance aside from their eyes genuinely frightened the people they just said they expressed feelings ranging from anxiety to terror at their presence so people who have been sitting inside their car have been they've actually said that they feel unease before they even lay their eyes on the kids so they do you ever get a feeling like you're sitting somewhere and you're kind of like you have the strangest feeling someone's looking at you you've ever been camping and you have to walk to the bathrooms late at night or like after you've put all the scouts to bed and mm. stuff and it's 12 or 1 o'clock at night and everybody else is asleep and you go from that seeing the tents and seeing people around you and then walking through pitch black and mm. there's one of the places in the large hill that you walk out the back of the house uh, the hostel and then there's like archways of bushes that goes through an archway of a wall into the the next part of the campsite mm. and like there's no lights around in there just, I, I could like, i don't know it how does you... give you the heebie-jeebies oh yeah i've only ever been on camp once we went over to oxford and the week my sister was there she was there the first week and then the day she was leaving was the day i arrived so immediately from the minute i got there i was homesick because i wanted to go home with her i did i was a, i was not a great kid for traveling and we had this big massive barn that we used to do all our activities in we would watch movies we had this big projection screen which was great but when you went in it was still daytime and you'd stay and you'd watch a movie and then you come out and it's pitch black 
and my dad was smart enough to give me one of those torches that if you turn the top of it it actually changes how much of the light oh yeah mag lights yeah what what how do i explain that in case people don't know the beam on of the torch yeah so so it covers more area yeah yeah. So everybody's stuck behind mine, but when you're on your own and you're walking around with a torch, I know you think it's even worse. I think you're probably better off letting your eyes try and maybe adjust and have the torch in case something happens or, you yeah, know, to open up a door or something like that. But your, just Your eyes can't see very well once you've had the light on. Yeah. Um, some people have reported seeing black-eyed kids having talents for feet and other demonic attributes, uh, but most sightings are apparently like just normal children. Uh, but the talents bit makes me laugh because I only knew what that word was because your sister had actually pointed out to me when we first met. She was like, there's some really nice talons and I'm there looking at my really long nails. I'm like, isn't talons a demonic word? Yes. Yeah, I think your sister may have thought I was a demon. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> clearly her opinion has not changed. <laughs> no, I love my sister-in-law. Um, I ha- I ha- I'm not mentioning my sister. She re- she listened to the last... Oh, did she? Yeah, she Hi, girl. She <laughs> like, say that about my face. No, stop. Oh, I thought she was offended that you didn't know who uh, Voldemort was. Oh, no. Your sister's a pretty big Harry Potter fan. Yes. Um, the next one there is uh, Black Eyed Kids are commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner not typical of the age of that child, which so again... they're just kids that have their brother's hand-me-downs. That's, that's what You were the are. older brother. What what would you well, know, about know about hand-me-downs? And I was the oldest on my dad's side. I was the oldest grandchild. So all my clothes were new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, black eyed children always ask for something it is always something that involves being in close quarters to you so they'll ask to enter your home to use your phone or ride in your car to get a lift home they can't as we discussed just waltz into your house or climb into your car they do have to be invited uh, but the intention is to try and get as close to you as possible um, in 2014 a British paper reported that sightings of black eyed kids is rising around the world that's a big old bag of nope from me. Mm-hmm. You're not liking the story at all, are you? No, I just, yeah. <laughs> we can get through this together. Um, and what we've already touched on there, the last uh, the last piece I have here is theories about black-eyed kids are that they are vampires, aliens, or demonic origin. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling the aliens. I think if they were going to come down and try and convince us that they look like something, surely they'd master the eyes. I think they'd get There's that. always something that you can't draw. And you ask any artist, it's usually the hands. Some people, it must be the eyes. You know, maybe maybe there's some alien in space just sketching up the, the final form. And he's like, ah, these pesky eyes, I can never get them right. And then he just does So he shaving. just gets a black marker and shaves Just the panda eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, or he, he's looking at the eyelashes or the eye shadowing of any of the secondary schools that were close to me. When I was going to school, they just did not know how to do makeup. No. Oh, well, if it was any Nobody in the, in, in the 2000s knew 90s, yeah. It, w- it would have all just orange. Yeah, like the boys doing, the boys eating their spaghetti bolognese tonight. That's uh-huh, basically yeah. what anyone in the 2000s looked like. There was no blending. There was no contour. There was there was a lot of yellow eyeshadow. A lot of yellow eyeshadow. And purple mascara. I am guilty of having worn the purple mascara, um, but I would probably be more leaning towards the vampires, a demonic origin kind of side. Vampires, I think, because now maybe this is just me going on the older stories, but all vampires always seem to have really dated clothing, like not 1920s or 30s or 40s. I'm talking like 15, 16, 1700s. Yeah, but they've been alive hundreds of years. They don't actually have jobs. So they, you get what you get. And then the demonic origin, I reckon that's... It's got a hint of that in there somewhere because there's two, like they do eventually get in some, because there's always a good Samaritan. Mm. I don't think they can tell 
if someone is a soft-hearted person or not. I think they just knock on random doors. Um, but they, they there it's have been time. yeah, there's been reports of them being let into somebody's house and too many things to be just a coincidence that they had just left their house and then all these things kind of went wrong. As I said, a big bag of nope, don't like it. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, there's scarier stories out there, I think. I'll find them. I'm not actively trying to scare you, but if I can, that would be great. Um, I think I've desensitised myself a little bit because I listen to so many different true crime, ghost stories, extraterrestrial. Like, I live for the X-Files. We never actually finished all the X-Files. We should go back no, and watch No, because you went and had babies. I did. How dare I go well, and have we babies? We kind of knew that was coming when we started the X-Files after you got pregnant. Now, last week I asked you, did you like anything about the story? And did you not like anything about the story? I think we can say it's a blanket no for do you like anything about the story? Because there's nothing appealing in either of those That's stories. That's an interesting story. No, it's I an don't interesting... know if it's quite yeah, like movie material. The, the like last, last week. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't picked out main characters in my head, so it's probably uh, straight to television if it's anything. Yeah, the only character I have for either of those stories is John, who watches Doug get hit. I think Mark Wahlberg would be... You know, he has to avenge his friend. I think Mark Wahlberg would do that really, really well. Okay, so I know it was two short stories this week, but I think we will wrap it up there. So if you do have a favourite scary... Give <laughs> me a minute, let me finish my sentence. I know you're tired. No, I'm playing. You will have your chocolate soon. Uh, send your stories or your requests or your comments to what's the story ghost at gmail.com and check out our Instagram page. We have updates there when we're going to pop up our next episode. You all good? Yeah. Any last comments? Uh, I'm Patrick Ford. <laughs> Bye. Bye.